listening to Nerds on Film with Brian Moriarty, Sarah Ashley, Sean Moriarty, and Roxy Noberry. I still, I'm a little pissed straight out of Compton didn't get nominated for Best Picture. I, well, I'm pissed. I'm more pissed that the studio didn't market it as an awards season picture I because I love that's what it came down to. Jamie Foxx handled that at the Golden Globes yeah. when they were announcing the which which category was it that they were announced that he was presenting? Oh, he was hilarious. And he was like straight out of Compton. <laughs> yeah, him and like Mel Gibson. Oh, Mel Gibson and Jerky Gervais. Oh it my was God. the best score category yeah, for because yeah. for Ennio Morricone. Yeah, right. And he's like, I apologize to the city of Compton. <laughs> city of Compton. Okay, I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Or should I do it the Brian way? So I have a question for you guys. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Roxy? In a cage match. Oh shit. Who would win? Tom Hardy. Whoever it Shut is, up. Tom Hardy would just <laughs> show up and kill everyone. I. Well, You'll get we, tapped in, okay? I, because. I, oh, who you're, would you're win? You're mocking the importance of the conjunction. I'm just saying. Conjunction, what's your function? Hooking up words and phrases and clauses. Hey, Mobros, shut up. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Nicholas Cage oh, versus Leonardo DiCaprio. You didn't say that right. You're supposed to say, Nicholas Cage! <laughs> Nicholas Cage! I'm a vampire! 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 Mr. Squeaky Yeller himself, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Mr. Oh! No, let's make it better. Nicholas Cage, while he's transitioning into a vampire, versus Leonardo DiCaprio, he's getting. as he's succumbing to his quaaludes. Wait, <laughs> that's easy. Is this quaaludes, you can't fight? even throw a punch. Or is this. Oh my god! Like, do you want to challenge these guys to an act-off? I do! Yeah, you're basically what you just said was Nicolas Cage on PCP versus Leonardo DiCaprio asleep. Who wins? (laughs) No, no, that's what you do, is you take these guys and say, okay, okay, you guys think you're hot shit? Here's Richard III. Here's Richard III. Here's uh, the act one famous, this is now is the winter of our discontent monologue. (laughs) You have 30 seconds. Go! (laughs) It'll be Nicolas Cage doing tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. No. Yeah. (laughs) It's the winner of our discontent. And then Leo. Tomorrow! 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 I gotta Thanks. say, Nicolas Cage, hands down. Just, the, just I. Every time really? anybody says Nicolas Cage versus anyone, I think of two movies. I think of Face Off, and I also think of the beginning of Wild at Heart, where he just like smashes a dude's fucking head open with his bare hands. What would be what would be some of his signature moves then? Do you think Smashing someone's head apart on the ground. <laughs> I mean, yes, he would smash his head apart, and then he would take his face off. As dumps fly. Yeah, but you have to remember the last part is he takes his face uh-huh. off. But then Leo comes in and smashes him with a semi in the way that he died in that movie with Meg Ryan. What was the one where he's an angel? He doesn't die. She dies. Well, right. But, but like, City of Angels. Angels. Yes. City of yes. Angels. Yes. That'd be fuck one way to movie. get rid of him. <laughs> and fuck the Goo Goo Dolls and fuck the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, you were so glad Dave is not here. To hear no, that. I love the Goo Goo Dolls, but that song. Okay, okay. In high school, I had his girlfriend, right? Oh, God. And she, she has made me this girl she that who song. will remain nameless. I cannot uh-huh. watch Titanic. I cannot oh, listen or, or Armageddon. I can't uh-huh. listen to the song from Armageddon. I can't listen to the song from City of Angels. And I can't watch City of Angels ever again. 
If I close my eyes, just to hear you breathe. Is that Michael McDonald's version of that song? <laughs> <laughs> if, I'm gonna, if I hear I'mo be there one more time, I'm gonna I'mo burn this place to the ground. I would love to hear Michael McDonald do Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You oh Up. Oh my god. Just because why not? <laughs> That'd be beautiful. Did you guys see the link that I sent you to the montage of Leo losing to Matthew McConaughey set yeah. to the My Heart Will Go On <laughs> yes. soundtrack? He's like walking onto the stage and it's like the pan flute oh, solo. I feel so bad for <laughs> Not to go. Um, it's not. not and go. Now, you know what? It's not always. This will be talked about later in the episode, but it's not always Leo's fault. It's like the years that he's nominated for the most part, someone else just gave away better performance that year. Yeah. I disagree. You don't think um, Matthew McConaughey deserved that shit? Oh, he totally deserved that That's shit. That's one exception. And Forrest Whitaker is another exception. But for the rest <laughs> of them, I wholeheartedly disagree with you, sir. Yeah, Well, true. anyway. He um, should have got best supporting. We're, we do digest. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, obviously, guys, it is... Uh, Despite all my rage, I am still just... <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Would, would you would you vote for Leo? <laughs> I I vote for Leo. I wait for wait Leo wait hard. wait wait. Isn't he a great big fat person? Yes. Now? <laughs> he big, big he pulls off dad bod really well, especially after Revolutionary Road. He just um, embraced it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> he, he, he did. Well, I mean, he, he leaned up for uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh boy, did and he, he certainly leaned up in this Revenant movie. Well, yeah, he didn't eat for like ever. He's in the snow for like ever and like he whatever they, he had on him, a bear ate. Yeah, and a horse kind of ate him. Yeah. But not exactly. Yeah, he, the way he, we he went Han imagined. Solo on the horse, is what he did. <laughs> he did. He what was that, a Tauntaun in Star Wars? Yes, that, he yeah. did. He gave he gave that, that spotted horse the Tauntaun treatment. <laughs> he he got Tauntauned. I always say Rob Roy, because they did that in Rob Roy with a horse and oh, Tauntauns yeah. don't exist, so Ugh, what an incredible performance though. Ugh. Yes it was. I mean that movie. Is we're not talking about Rob Boy. We're talking about Leo, Revenant. by the way. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah. It's almost as brutal as Sicario. I actually think Sicario is a br- more brutal movie. Yeah. Oh, I just saw that. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, Benicio Del Toro doesn't fight a fucking bear, but... Well, the bear in Sicario was, like, the Mexican The entire cartel. Mexican cartel, basically. <laughs> yeah. And he, Let's be honest. And it's a way scary for Viciously. Bear. Yeah. <laughs> that bear doesn't just eat you and eat your family. <laughs> See, and they wow, put Sean, their heads in a suitcase and bury some in the desert. You wow, seriously? Are you yeah. doing this right that now? shit? Happens, serious? <laughs> and that's really the only no, but that's the only voice. accent I can do is the, the, Slowpoke Rodriguez from old Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Slowpoke. Yeah, Rodriguez. nobody remembers Slowpoke Rodriguez because they pretty much cut all those Speedy Gonzalez Slowpoke Rodriguez shit because it's super racist. But I thought it was hilarious when I was a kid because oh children goodness. don't know about things like that. You know, I'm so glad, though, that Sicario got nominated for what it's been nominated yeah. for. Best um, score, yeah. Notably, the score is, oh. like, haunting. Disappointed that Benicio Del Toro did oh. not get nominated, because he was... Yeah. I know. Um, he was he great. He seems to get so fucked great. over a lot. He kind of looked a little bit Brad Pitt to me in this one. I was like, I was like, okay, if Dijman Hansu is the black Brad Pitt, then Benicio. What is kind of Brad Pitt off. are we talking about? Are we talking about real life Brad Pitt or like almost an Ewok slash like Apple developer <laughs> from the eighties from The Big Short? <laughs> the Big Short? No, I'm talking more like uh, Assassination of Jesse James. Oh Brad Pitt. shit! 
Yeah. But back when he still had the body. With the goatee yeah. and the hair. Oh, uh, yeah. You no, want to talk about a dad bod. Nothing beats Brad Pitt has got the dad bod dad now. He's bod. like, I've got six kids. I don't I have time have to work out anymore. kids bod. Okay, him and Ryan Gosling at the, at the uh, Golden Globes. My Golden Globes were, Hilarious. were tickling. Oh, my God. I was a happy Your lady. Your Golden Globes were tickling? <laughs> my Golden Globes were perked so up. So, were you saying, were you working the nips? Or are you saying you had, like, a like a, a like a, an ovarian? Like, Let's like, just say yeah, I went know, all the, the way word? around the world. You have gold-plated titties? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's genetic. <laughs> well, I feel like because it's you the not 1%? like a sexual way, I but I feel like you have to show them to us just for like posterity and for science. Gentlemen, gentlemen, <laughs> just want to clarify, just want to clarify, Roxy Noberry gets off to, to nipple stimulation. I'm just saying like that. Nipple that's, to it's nipple simulation? Simulation. Yes, the, the, there's one percent of women can can or only one percent of women can do this. She's just admitted this on the podcast. You know who else possibly gets off to nipular stimulation? <laughs> nipular Eric. That's what I'm calling it now. Uh, yeah, did you say Eric? Oh yeah, he sent me a picture of his nipple when I asked him to, and not many people do oh, that. God. I know he he's a fan of his nipples. No, you guys, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, you love- <laughs> I love how you're trying to bring it to reel it in. Well, Sarah's not here, so someone's got to do it. Leo D loves the nips, yo. If it wasn't for me, you Moriarty, you Moriarty brothers would just, you know... This would have been down the gutter. Go crazy. It's already yes. down the gutter. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nerds on Film. I'm Brian Moriarty. I'm Roxy Noberry. And I'm Sarah Ashley. <laughs> no, you should have been like, oh, oh shit. Sarah See, Ashley. I'm just... It's so ingrained that the order... I'm Sarah Ashley, I am! Sarah Ashley, I am! So... Oh, shit, just... wait, I'm Sean Moriarty. What if people, this is their first episode. They have no idea. Oh, my God, that they are so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> this is your first episode, and we're uh, slightly underprepared, and uh, Sean smoking Fuck weed you guys. and drinking I again. took notes. And some, one of us might be a little high. One of us might be a little <laughs> A little. Um, Sarah, help me. <laughs> Sarah can't um, help you. She Sarah, can't. She's been tauntauned. Sarah is going to be out. Yeah, uh, this sorry. Whole month, and when actually. it's just me and yeah. Brian and uh, uh, Roxy, we call this wobbly H formation for <laughs> the nerds on film. Fuck you guys! I'm keeping this whole damn show together. Yes, you are. You are the glue. <laughs> you did. You did write the notes for the. Episode. I did write the motherfucking notes. Yeah, Speaking so, of glue, um, Leonardo and the horse. Let's get back. <laughs> uh, oh my god! So what, let's oh, reel it in for a second. Lord. So Oscar season is out. Woo! Nominations are out. Ugh. Revenant. Got like eleven nominations. Sweep, 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 sweep. He, yeah, I think that's my sweep sound effect. <laughs> yeah, it's probably is that is that like a little John song? Yeah, 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 yeah. All whatever, sweep, sweep, motherfucker. <laughs> sweep, uh, sweep, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, anyway, you so uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it's the whitest joke I can make. Oh, speaking of white, <laughs> yeah, speaking this of is the whitest Oscars, white Oscars ever. Yeah. Well, wait, yeah. hey, 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 hey. To be fair, the whitest Oscars ever was probably every Oscars from like 1929 until Eight. like 28 uh, until today? the actress who won for Gone with the Wind. <laughs> until yes. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, she um, was amazing. Yeah, yeah, but if you think um, about it, Holly Berry was the first actress of color to win Best Actress. Right, but right. acting category. Yeah, that wasn't that long ago. That was Monsters yeah, Ball. Too. Yeah, yeah. But we're talking acting category. I mean, uh, oh, God, what was her name? The actress. Was it Bessie? Uh, no, Hattie McDaniel. Hattie was, Mc... No, Hattie was, Mc... was the... From Gone with the Wind? Yeah. Yeah, Hattie McDaniel. Hattie, thank you. Hattie yeah, McDaniel. Hattie McDaniel. Yeah, supporting um, actress, right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. she she won for that. And then, of course, you've had Whoopi Goldberg for mm-hmm. The Color Purple. Um, Sydney Poitier? Sydney Poitier, exactly. Um, Denzel! 
Denzel. Of course, Denzel. Denzel oh twice, Always. right? He won Best Supporting loved... for Glory and Best for uh, Training Day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He won Lead Actor for Training Day. Yeah, and you know what's so. hilarious is that shows you how white the Oscars are. The time they give him Best Actor, they're like, when you are the most like hood rat caricature of like what, <laughs> what we white folks see a black person as, that's when we're going to give you Best Actor. It's like, thank you for teaching us how to be black. <laughs> Which, I mean, to be fair, like... That almost begs the question of uh, Straight Outta Compton walks that fine line because yes, you're playing characters who actually exist, Mm -hmm. but you're also talking about you know a a, you're talking about something that can be very easily re stereotyped, even though it's not. That movie is trying to fight the stereotype. And then you look at historical figures. I mean, you have Jamie Foxx as Ray and Mm -hmm. Will Smith as Ali. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, Those portrayals right there. Not only are you representing a cultural kind of ideal, but you're representing a a personal ideal. Yeah, but Will Smith has never won, though. That's the only thing. He's been nominated a couple times. I thought he won. No, he got nominated for Ali. uh, Six Degrees of Separation way back in the 90s. No, he got nominated for Ali, too, didn't he? And yeah, and well, I was going to say, yes, he got nominated for Ali and also for the Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. But he's never won. Oh, shit. I thought that he won. Yeah. Hmm. That's disappointing. Not yet. Yeah. And then you guys all remember my reaction when Lupita won. I was oh, like, oh, yeah, that was shitting awesome. a brick she was during our show. And, and <laughs> I was so happy. it's done harm to her career because, oh, I mean, she know. just did this little indie low-budget <laughs> flick called Star Wars The Force Awakens. No big deal. Speaking <laughs> yeah, of... Yeah, but she I'm... did it in CGI face. They didn't actually... CGI face. That's fucked up. <laughs> Way to appropriate something, Are Sean. Are you saying they wouldn't accept her with a real face? Is that what you're trying to say, Sean? Oh, I... Fuck. Hashtag Sean Citizens just Br- against Sean... CGI face. <laughs> Folks, Sean Black just made a Burt shouldn't have Williams to be in joke. CGI ever. A Burt Williams joke. If you guys wow. don't know who Burt Williams is, Google that shit. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So I love the fact that Star Wars has been nominated for not one, not two, but five Oscars. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars got it some of its due. Yeah. It got yeah. all the effects and sound Oscars. Mm-hmm. Got best score. Oh, John Williams. For John Williams. Of course it got best score. That score uh-huh. is, I don't know how John Williams keeps doing it. The fucker's like, mm-hmm. well, know. he's 80. Something years old, but here's the thing that's so interesting. So is Ennio Morricone. Here's something that's interesting. Ennio Morricone, I mean, his score, mm-hmm. awesome for the hateful so eight. So good. But um, he actually he had to change his um, method this time. So he usually he travels to England and uh, goes to Abbey Road Studios. John and has Yeah, and has the London Philharmonic, oh. uh, or it's either the London Symphony or the London Philharmonic. You're from London. And Disney said, "Fuck that." No, it wasn't <laughs> that. Got it was. No, it wasn't that. It was John Williams was too old to mm. travel to. He's too old to travel now. So they went to Sony Pictures Jeez. and they used their recording space in Culver City huh. to do. And their orchestra is considerably smaller. Right it's by still a full Barbara's orchestra, house, Brian. Yes. <laughs> yes Barbara's, Barbara's our step grandmother and she lives like you could throw a rock and hit Sony Pictures. Oh wow. my God. I want to meet Barbara. If Barbara, she talks like that, I She's four foot 11. Oh my Actually, she God. might be even shorter now. Can I? Can I hold her? It's seeing Can her next to Sean her? is frightening. It's like oh it's, my god! It's like Willy Wonka and an Oompa Loompa, or it's like no. Shaq and it's and like Kevin Shaq Hart. and an Oompa Loompa, <laughs> <laughs> or Kevin Hart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with just like the dick on the forehead, <laughs> just resting there. Yeah, every time the I have Barbara, my step grandmother, I inadvertently slap my dick against her forehead, and it's terrible. Think, which is really really weird because I think Sean. Sean's so tall, I think she goes up to his knee. Oh, no. So, no, no, but she has to have a conversation with your camel toe. In all seriousness, she her knuckle? head tops off at Sean's waist. Jesus. Like, that's the level of difference we're this talking about. This is not a, an exaggeration of all no. parents. And she calls me Sean. Seansville. 
Seanville. And then I'm Bryski. Oh, Bryski and Sean. So By the way, Barbara, cute. if you're listening, I'm so terrible that I talked about you and my penis a lot in the same <laughs> R.I. Just this is, you know me. Uh, Please, because yeah. she's so prudish, Barbara. I'm Meshuga. She's so prudish. Um, yeah, we're all Meshugana over here. <laughs> you're all a bunch of punums. Yeah. <laughs> that just means face. Learn your shit. <laughs> God. Punum? You mean you learn your Yiddish, young man? Yeah, yeah learn your shit. Learn your Yiddish. Do not folks. talk to me about Yiddish. Would okay? you guys please? I was born into this world as a wannabe Meshuggah Yentl, and by God, I will be that one day. Jesus, you I'm betcha. over here with all this. Your buttocks. Nonsense. I will be there. Okay. Papa, can you hear me? Because I can hear you. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Here we go. You know who I miss? Baja Barbara Streisand? Talking about Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like how, wow. Holy shit. <laughs> you didn't see it, folks, but I did because I'm across the table from mm-hmm. her. Roxy just channeled Barbara Streisand's mannerisms for a brief moment. It was kind of amazing. <laughs> My happened. nose grew as I did it. And then it shrunk back into normal size. <clears throat> oh, I thought you were going to say she's slowly sucking the life out of a once prominent actor. <laughs> yeah, they're separated. Well, if I play now. my cards right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her and James Brolin aren't, aren't really seeing each other anymore. Who? So could, her and James <laughs> Brolin. Exactly. James Brolin. Yeah, we're yeah. we're not on speaking terms. James yeah. Brolin is now known more as Josh's dad than <laughs> Josh. fucking as any sort of actor. Oh, um, James Brolin, Josh's dad. At any rate, so uh, wow. Um, so yeah, so we got a little bit um, streamlined there, but we're excited for the Oscars, so aren't we? We not? wanted to take a second because this could be Leonardo's shining moment yeah or impending moment of crushing <laughs> crushing defeat and where he'll actually take up his howard hughes like existence where kleenex <laughs> kleenex boxes for shoes and has never come out of his 10 million dollar house again that is the yeah. truth that is true like honestly that is the one fucking time that he lost that i think is a fucking crime which one though? Him and Fred. No, him no, the, 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 yeah, the aviator. Yeah. Uh, Playing yeah, Howard Hughes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I, I was I was like dumbfounded when he didn't win. Wave of the future. Mm-hmm. Wave of the future. Wave of the future. And that's Wave when Forrest Whitaker won for the last King of Scotland, right? And yes. he totally walked away and uh, I, that's, a, since, that's a up and down. I, I could it's like, either one. God, there's so many ways we could go with this conversation. Honestly, I just I, I'm so depressed by it. Maybe so, if Leonardo had a lazy eye, he would have won. So here we are talking about the legacy of Leonardo. What did we Leo's Oscar losing streak? Lols. Lols. Yes. Lols. Leo's lols. Everybody. Leo's lols. Yes, because he laughs to stop from crying. <laughs> um and cutting. But um, so I will say that I've seen all but one of the lead acting performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen the Danish girl yet, but I will be seeing it shortly. Uh-huh. Well, let's 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 break it down as far as like let's take it back a step and go okay. historically as to what we're, the hell we're talking about. Oh, of course. Uh, we're going all the way back to 1993 to the, the 66th, 66th Academy, Academy Awards. Awards, who was hosted by Whoopi Goldberg for the first time. First time a woman ever hosted yeah, the Oscars. Yeah, go yeah. Whoopi. And uh, what was up on the docket that year, Brian? Well, so first of all, that was the year where this again this small foreign film. I don't think anyone ever saw it. Yeah. Schindler's List. Oh, a very very uh, word of mouth. It was a student film popular. submitted at Long Beach State. Very small. <laughs> <laughs> well done, yeah, Sean. One of those uh, thirty-eight millimeters. So that was actually that was you know, Spielberg went back and finished his BA at, and that was his senior thesis. Yeah, they said all you have to do is list. submit a film, and he goes, oh. "Here's Schindler's List," and he gave it to him before it came out. 
And he How goes like, here's my student film. Give me I'm the, just like, give me the degree imagining. and a blowjob from the youngest fucking <laughs> film student you have here. But who was who was Leo's competition though? You that guys? is an excellent question. I'm glad you asked. It's almost like we had this prepared beforehand. I don't even know where this is coming from. I'm uh, just that good. So he was up against Ray Fiennes. Oh wait, did we mention course- by the way this was for what's eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. So, right. Oh, sorry. Sorry. So yeah. So he was nominated for best supporting actor uh, for What's Eating Gilbert Grape as Arnie. Grape. I could have drowned it, Gilbert. <laughs> You're gonna make me cry already. I could have drowned it. Stop! I'm getting emotional. <laughs> that movie like breaks my heart. That movie is so ways. good. Oh, and then he cry- He climbs up to the water tower. Don't stop. <laughs> stop. Okay. So okay. Let's yeah. Contain yourself. I so, can't. So, okay, so he was up against mm. Ray Fiennes, of course, who is in Schindler's List playing a Nazi. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you don't get an award for playing a Nazi when mostly Jews are voting. <laughs> 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 that is the tagline of the Academy of Motion Picture Sciences Committee. Fuck. <laughs> that- are you listening, Christopher? Are you listening? You lucked out, you son of a bitch. This is the it took a long time. Famed- <laughs> it wasn't, it was too soon. <sighs> yes, oh, I heard you, and uh, I am very excited <laughs> to be talking about the nominations. Um, oh, God. So, um, my grandfather <laughs> knew a lot of your grandfathers for a very uh, short time. For a very short but intimate time. Continuing on, uh, he was also up against with uh, John Malkovich for In the Line of Fire. Did anyone see that, by the way? I have. I did not. Oh, what do you I think? It's it. good, but it's, you know, John Malkovich. It was John Malkovich playing John Malkovich with, with an accent. You know, but not, I not put that as... in quotes and on the back of the DVD for yeah. that movie. He also <laughs> was up against Pete Postlethwaite um, for In the Name of the Father. Oh, rest in peace, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. And great, then uh, he, but he also, but he lost, all of them lost, to Mr. Tommy Lee Jones for The Fugitive. Okay, I will say this. If anybody plays an agent who has to chase Harrison Ford around for an entire movie, the way that he did that. I mean, I'll give no, him all I, of you. Awards. You really think Tommy Lee Jones deserves that shit? <laughs> yeah, I think so. No, The Fugitive is a good movie, but that was maybe just before people realized that Tommy Lee Jones's characters are Tommy Lee Jones and Crazy Two Face. That's it. Those are the <laughs> yeah. two characters or he like, plays. Droopy Dog. <laughs> but, like the thing is, I mean, fair that enough. was a, that was a definitely a year where they were paying him back because he's. I mean, to be totally fair, he was really amazing in JFK. Like, yeah, his yep. performance was. Was and Leo, Leo was what, like nineteen when he made yeah. Gilbert Grape, so he yeah. was young. Still, he was the very first young. nomination. Yeah. Still, he deserved it. <clears throat> oh, Absolutely, right. and uh, I mean, let's be, what I think is funny though is none of the other scenes in The Fugitive were the clip they used. They used the famous "I didn't kill my wife." <laughs> I don't, I don't care. care. I don't care. And then he fall. He like jumps in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it would have been way funnier if he just went. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. There you go, Academy. <laughs> Where's our Oscar? I know, right? Um, I'm waiting. Yeah, no kidding. So then we jump forward to 2005. Eleven years later. Very weird. This this rule of 11s because this yeah. was the 66th Academy Awards. This is the 77th Academy Ooh, Awards. He's we're going with 11s. It's an unlucky number. It's all in the numbers. The Oscars. The, these Oscars go to 11. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Listen. No, but it's one louder though. It's one listen, louder. Listen, listen. I don't hear anything. You would, though, if it were playing. <laughs> uh, Nerd. 2005. 2005, we get to The Aviator mm-hmm. is what he's nominated for. So this is the year where Hilary Swank 
got even swankier. <laughs> you swing. Hillary Swank won an Oscar for falling into a coma. Yeah, getting her neck broke. Um, which or, was, yeah, becoming a vegetable, basically. Yeah, 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 right? So was this her? So why didn't Christopher Reeve ever get a fucking Oscar? <laughs> that's for our next episode uh, about posthumous wins and nominations. Oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> we'll save that for later. He got, he got, he was, he was definitely worked into the In Memoriam clip, uh-huh. for sure. But, uh, yeah, he well, never... Uh- what else did Hillary win for? She, she won, won for Boys Don't Cry. That's right. Yeah. So this was her second one. This was her second one. And also, she's got a two for two nomination to win rate, yep. by the way. Mm. So. Cool. Okay. So, so, so yeah. So this is the year that Leo was nominated for his first Best Actor nomination. Best Leading Actor nomination. And of course, this is Million Dollar Baby won this year for Best Picture. Yep. Yeah. Uh, his Best Acting Competition was Mr. Jamie Foxx for Ray. Uh-huh. And of course he took it because that performance was just phenomenal. That uh, score, that soundtrack, beautiful. I mean, uh, Don Cheadle for Hotel Rwanda. I never really did watch Hotel Rwanda. I didn't either. Yeah. Uh, Are we Clint bad Eastwood. people? <laughs> we never watched Hotel Rwanda. I don't know. It Clint, was too yeah. too dark for me. I was young. <laughs> um, Clint Eastwood was also nominated for the movie. He, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's weird if you, you make the movie mm-hmm. and you're in it. And you get nominated for it. And mm-hmm. I think he was also nominated for Best Director that year, too. It's just for kind a of, million dollar baby. Yeah, it's just, it's a little little weird. Um, it's like he's given like a couple different hand jobs within the Academy <laughs> Voting Committee. And then but Johnny Depp for Finding Neverland. His second nomination, because yeah. just the year before, he'd been nominated for Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. Do you guys think that Johnny Depp will ever win? I don't think he will. And to be honest, he doesn't care if he wins an Oscar. <laughs> he don't care. He owns no, an island. He, he oh, he'll win one. one. Uh, he'll be he'll be like 65 to 75, but he'll win one. He, I'm shocked that he was snubbed for Black Mass. He was amazing in Black Mass. But then again, you also don't want to give too much power to the Irish mob. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> Are you making it political, Brian? <laughs> I, 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 I think there's a little bit. I mean, I'm saying this as an Irishman, folks. As an Irishman. But like, yeah, it's it, no, you want to add credibility to how much of a monster this guy was mm. nicholson was based off of whitey bulger when he wait a second departed. okay <laughs> hold on you fuckers okay roxy over there saying that it that forrest whitaker's performance as in the last king of scotland i think forrest whitaker's character was way more of a fucking dick than whitey, whitey bulger Bul- Whitey Bulger. All right. But we're jumping We're talking ahead. about we're genocide versus like a handful of fucking Irish guys that had it coming. That's in Africa. That's over in Africa. I mean, come on. Yeah, we're talking about the Oscars here. They don't care about Africa or African derivative anything. We are white podcasters and we apologize. Moving on. Um, so, so, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. Let's be honest, though. The Aviator, Howard Hughes. Probably Leo's best performance yeah. of his career. Way I mean, it future. was pretty good, and I think he took the Golden Globe that year, didn't? Oh no, no, Ray, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I apologize. Jamie Foxx won that year uh, the Golden Globe as well. Let me pull Wave that of the future. up because there was something to be said about. Um, Wave I remember the when he, the Golden Globe. Yeah, because he, he, he. I remember his two speeches. <laughs> Wave of the future. Uh, married each other. They, he did the whole oh, oh, like he did the whole like call and response thing with the audience, and then he cried, teared up both times talked about his daughter both times wait who are you talking about jamie oh, fox about, i was like imagining leonardo dicaprio <laughs> like yeah um hmm. i mean this i mean i think honestly that year it was between those two performances it was between a chilling portrayal of um of ray charles mm-hmm. versus a chilling performance of howard hughes mm-hmm. and who were the women nominated that year, huh? 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 Uh, well, you're the one with the iPad. You do the research. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just, I, I, I'm, I'm, oh, 
Oh, shit. You caught me. <laughs> yeah, see? Um, not so easy, to... is it? No, huh. it's not. Sarah yes, Roxy, tell us about all the white women nominated that year. <laughs> all them white women's. Uh... <laughs> Where the white women at? All the women. <laughs> Why didn't Cleavon Little get nominated for Blazing Saddles? Let's talk about that for a moment. Let's just make that the episode. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wait, so hold on. I feel like Leo... Who won that year? Okay, so it was between him and Jamie Foxx, right? Yep. Uh, pretty much, yes. honestly. It came down to That's that. That's pretty much what it came down to, yeah. Fucking technology. Fuck this um, iPad. Now, right. breaking the rules of 11s, two years later, he would be nominated again for Blood Diamond. Uh-huh. And that was the year that Departed swept the Oscars. Yeah. Got, gave... Uh, Martin Scorsese, his first Oscar. That was after. my favorite moment. The funniest part is, though, show. is that the movie that he was the star of swept the Oscars, but he Except didn't get nominated for, for that one. He got nominated for Blood Diamond and lost. <laughs> yeah. You know, some people say that the whole legacy of Leo losing started with when Forrest Whitaker took his Oscar uh, from him. <laughs> That's how I'm going to put that. Uh, I thought you honestly, said Forrest Whitaker deserved it that year. I, I'm just echoing some other sentiments. People say that, you know, Forrest Whitaker just got, he, he kind of... Listen to her backpedal, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, um, but I... <laughs> let me think. No, it is the same year, actually. So, okay, so so this is the year that Forrest Whitaker won, The Departed swept, and Leo got left in the dust, right? Yes. So this was the year that the legacy of Leo... He could have really done it started. if he was nominated for the right movie. Now, yeah. to be totally, totally fair... His performance in Blood Diamond was better than in The Departed. You think, I think. so? I do think oh, so. Oh, yeah. Because The Departed is, his character is just trying to do the right thing. And he he's this one beacon of light surrounded by darkness. In Blood Diamond, he is a crisis diamond dealer who has this moment of redemption. Hmm. Like, he's he's a complete slime ball mm-hmm. who... And executes a perfect South African accent. Exactly. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is that there was a much more of a, of a better, there's a much better arc in That's okay. You can Blood say more better. More better. More better. There was a better arc for him in Blood Diamond than there was in The Departed. Because he didn't really change that much. Hmm. And I mean, let's face it. Well, yeah, he did. He was alive at one point. And then he got <laughs> I... shot in the face. That's so a pretty big change. For... Pretty like big could... change. Put up against Matt Damon in The Departed, I felt that Leo's character arc was much more rich and much more div- like diverse. Yeah, and I rooted more for Leo than I did. And that's for such Matt. a huge ensemble yeah. piece too. There's like yeah. so much, so much taking your your focus away from the main actors anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I mean, Nicholson definitely like choose the scenery yeah. though. And <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I mean he eats rats and chews scenery. Let's let's talk about that. But <laughs> he eats rats and chews scenery. <laughs> I mean literally and then some. We know the, what now the goings on inside of Jack. I was gonna say, is that an yeah. expression or <laughs> did we just make <laughs> yeah, that he up? He gets or? so fucking stoned in his trailer that he imagines he's eating rats. Really, he's just eating hot dogs. No, but isn't there a scene <laughs> in The Departed where he like? Chews on a rat or something? No. He takes he like take a, a human hand out of a bag and just is like holding it up and... Wait, what is it? Oh, no. He kills <clears throat> a rat. He like slams down on it or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He kills a rat. There's like a scene where he just like catches a rat and like, I don't know. Right. Yeah. The shit out of me. Irregardless, we still now, we now say rats. eat rats and chew scenery. That is a thing now. 
And now we get to the So, two. yeah, so 2007 was a pretty gnarly year for Leo. I definitely felt the burn after he lost that one. Yeah, and he, let's keep in mind, he, he who he, uh, who else also lost that year? Because obviously Forrest Whitaker won Ryan Gosling for Half Nelson. Oh, Half Nelson. Yeah. Oh. Peter O'Toole, the man who never won an Oscar other than the honorary Oscar they that gave him. That was a great film, too, Venus. He was nominated seven times. They gave him an honorary Oscar, and then he got nominated one more time. And he still didn't fucking win. Mm. Is he still alive? No, he passed away a couple years ago. Oh. Uh, and um, of course, Will Smith for The Pursuit of Happiness. I am still shocked that Will Smith has not won. I mean, we can do another episode about that shit, but damn. For real? Yeah. Like, why do you guys think it, it's so, it's become such a weird point of like contention for Leo to <clears throat> lose? Why do we care about Leonardo in particular? Well, you had the idea for the episode so you tell us i'm expanding it to the group i have my theories i want to hear yours i mean (laughs) this is something that hollywood has always done there's always been actors who have given consistent performances throughout their career and done great work and been recognized for through nominations but because of the system and because of you know factors that are out of their control they have lost you know i don't think it's ever been (coughs) like white people I don't what? think there's like an Oscar mafia where he's like, no, 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 he doesn't, this is not his year. He does not get the Oscar this <laughs> we'll year. Well, let him live. This <laughs> exactly. is not his year. <laughs> no, but Oscar's also, I mean, we talked about this before too, that the Academy is really good at paying people back too, mm. you know. Like Cher was nominated for Mask, one from um, the movie with Nicolas Cage. Moonstrike, yeah. My now, some people movie. said she did a great job in that movie, but truth be told, she was amazing in Mask, and yep. that's what it was. It was the payback for that. Like, I can't believe you didn't win that Is year. that why you think certain actors are nominated uh, year after year? Oh, absolutely. Like the Jennifer Lawrence streak. Well, think of it this thing. way. Remember, once you're once you're nominated, you're invited to join the Academy. Right. Right? right. So there's already a... And if you've been nominated once, your agent will market the shit out of you again because you're already an Oscar nominee or if you're harvey weinstein they'll pay you out Weins- it's weinstein <laughs> weinstein but um, seriously though yeah. like there's a lot of power to be said in making friends with certain producers yeah absolutely and so you know and uh, take it from us guys i'm a 25 time academy award viewer um <laughs> holy shit you counted them <laughs> jesus christ i was just you know i normal oh people have said i've been watching it since i was a kid but you're Leave like 25 exact Oscars where I actually knew what the fuck was going on and what I was watching. Before I was Leave just like, look him. at the tuxedos and the titties. <laughs> the titties. I just, I love how you made that with, you said that with such conviction. Like, I am a viewer. Not once, not twice, but 25 years of blood, sweat, and viewing. 25. Is that even a number? It's not even a real word. It's an existence. Oh um, my God, Brian. I adore you and your convictions. Uh, Actually, I stole it from the Farrelly Brothers. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> so, I'm a 25-time viewer. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's classic. Oh, geez. Well, yeah. I mean, like, we talk about how, like, best picture nominations, they really are a producer game. Who's yeah. Who's the best producer? Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, really, I mean, it, we'd be lying if we didn't say that the Academy Awards is a marketing bonanza. Because it oh, yeah. is a marketing bonanza. It's a TV show. Yeah. And, I mean, it's been a marketing bonanza since... Pretty much the 40s. Uh-huh. Before it was even televised. Um, it started in 1929. So 20, those years... 28. Oh, well, yeah, 2029. Yeah. So then it, between those years and then to the 40s, what do you think changed? 
Well, so well, let me. Sorry, I don't mean to. No, be please continue. So twenty. It was the first Academy Awards was done in 1928 mm-hmm. to celebrate the films in 1927. Oh, I see. Okay. I was so uh, close when I just I pulled it out of the air earlier. I said 29. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. <clears throat> 27 was a huge year. That was the year that you know sound came to film. Uh-huh. So that's why there's only been well now there were originally only one, but now only, now two silent films have uh, won Best Picture. But um. So from that point, you know, the Academy was built as a means of preserving film. It was also as a means to, to film, yeah. help fight the building of the, the, the strength of the unions in mm-hmm. Hollywood. Because help do what? Help fight what? Help, help. So by the early 20s, there had been, everybody had organized and, and started to unionize. Uh-huh. So there was, because of, there was still the height of the studio system, the Academy was an organization that was meant to... You know, one where you could join, right, and you can pay your dues and get your recognition for your work that would try to help stave off the growing power of the unions that was happening in Hollywood. And in fact, mm-hmm. Chaplin was one of the reasons why the, the film industry moved down to Hollywood. Yep. It started... United it was, Artist Pictures. Yeah. Well, not only that, but I mean, the San Francisco Bay Area was a very big film area in the early 20th century. But because the unions were getting so powerful up here, yes. he moved it down to Southern California. For more information to our fellow listeners, check out our independent film episode called Make Whatever You Want. Isn't Exa- that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, that's exactly yeah, what it's called. We do yeah. a whole retrospective about the independent film um, rise of that, 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 that totally. movement, rather. And let's yeah. not forget that Mary yeah. Pickford, who I believe wasn't, no, she didn't start Mary, she didn't start United Artists, but Mary Pickford uh, and Douglas Fairbanks. No, actually, I think she was. Mary Pickford also helped start the Academy. Right. So oh, there's cool. A, there's a whole there's a whole building devoted to her in Beverly Hills, where the Academy is located. That's awesome. So, I mean, uh, I think as you know, people start to give this more credibility, and, the, and as soon as agents started to realize or studios started to realize that they could sell that now they have an award system in place for for actors. It just kind of became a snowball effect at that point. Yep. I guess I don't quite understand why they would want to sort of fight the unions per se. Like Because everybody back the then unions? was fighting unions. It was the common interests of the companies versus the people working for the companies. This was around the time. This was like around the time that unions were becoming huge all over the United States and starting to yeah, this is, take control. I mean, and now, I mean, and now we're at a point right now where people question whether unions have too much power. <laughs> yeah, the, mm. the AFL-CIO movement was happening in I mean this is the 20 the 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 teens and the 20s are the early first 20 years of the 20th century were I mean you're talking about the shift from the gilded age to the progressive era mm-hmm. and the gilded age was all about you know we're talking about old school conservatism that we're starting to see come back like we're talking like the Donald Trump Republicans oh, God. <laughs> that existed in the early 20th century it was like you know people can't make their way in the world it's their own problem it's their fault it's not the system, even though these guys were milking the system and uh-huh. tweaking the system to work to their advantage. So when you have, you know, the working man uniting, uh, you get scared because you're thinking, oh, this is like an organized mob. Uh-huh. So. Motherfucking nerds on history. Yeah. Holla! I, I'm, by the way, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to join a union right now. Yeah. So I'm not anti-union at all. I'm just pointing it out the way it is. I'm just... Oh, no, I'm in a union for yeah. therapists. Yeah. There's so such a thing. <laughs> there is. And let's not forget that Ronald Reagan, you know, the patron saint of the Republican Party, <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, was the president of SAG nice. during the McCarthyist era. You're trying so... to join SAG, right? What? Are you trying to join SAG? Well, I'm trying to join equity as well. Nice. Um, but getting one 
into one makes it easier to join the others. Yeah. So. Okay, so thank you, boys, for giving me a kind of a historical perspective and uh, the ele- ecological stream. Economical? Well, ecological in the sense of, like, the socioeconomic ev- events. Yeah, because they fucked up that desert. Turn to of the Hollywood, century. Shut up. <laughs> as far as it goes, I mean, yeah, so the Academy was built on the idea of representing great performances and great performers. Right. And, um... Great storytelling, great film. How yeah. it's transpired, however, how it's changed, how it's evolved. Um, I think I, I just kind of have this perspective that like there's just too many hands in the honey pot. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Too well, many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Too much money. Too much under the table. Kind of wheeling and dealing. It's less about merit and more about. Uh, popularity well the other thing to keep in mind too is that not to i don't want to decry the academy as an institution because what they're also doing aside from hosting the awards is their job has now become about preserving the art of film yes not just not just not just celluloid but in general if you look at their i love playing devil's advocate their video they posted (laughs) prior to the announcements even of the nominations Mm -hmm. it was all about what 2015 was like as a year of movies and they showed everything from the big blockbuster popcorn flicks to the small independent films too the academy loves hollywood more than hollywood does (laughs) because they love they're they're in any in many ways i think they're they're still hanging on to this glamour this Mm -hmm. that's why they have the short subject films and things like that. absolutely still celebrate that art form and they still do student oscars as well and they do and they've expanded they do the governor's awards and all that stuff the the award ceremony itself is a marketing machine. That is what it is, but it is only a small part of what the Academy does. And you know, you, you know, there's a really good analogy to help uh, normies out there to understand this. Normies. <laughs> normies. Uh, yeah, people that aren't like hardcore, like Oscar files like us. Uh, it's <laughs> like, story. it's like, imagine the, the school yearbook. The 12 dorks working at the school yearbook care way more about like coming up with the most likely two awards than the people that actually won them. Like most likely wow. to succeed isn't as fucking happy as like the guy who got to take the picture of the guy and then write the little blurb. I know, right? Oh, that makes so much sense. Thank you for that. Or analogy, girl, Fonzie. Sarah. <laughs> I or just want to keeping it real, <clears throat> even I though you're it, not here. It. So let's draw it back then to kind of current times. Um, I don't necessarily want to make this whole episode about like the diversity disparity, mm-hmm. but because I, I still want to kind of make it about Leo and his disparity. Yeah, uh, his despair. I mean, honestly. it's a, it's a, the, the the whole diversity argument is a is a complex one that really it is. isn't. I mean, not to I'm going to steal a friend's joke, but it, no pun intended. There really is no black and white. Um, like it also also like it also it. comes down to the fact that the movies that get nominated for the most part are heavily marketed to the Academy. The whole process of saying. getting the screeners out there, doing mailings, mm-hmm. buying ads, that whole political process for is a huge part of it. If the people that made straight out of Compton didn't want like if they didn't actively participate in that because frankly i you know if from their perspective if they thought that it was culturally biased already and they didn't think it was worth it to put the money towards it just to get snubbed anyway like that so, could have affected it as well i mean let's be honest like if you if people are upset that that movie didn't get nominated let's talk to ice cube because mm. ice cube was a producer on the film and dr dre be like did you guys and market dr. that shit yeah uh-huh. i mean and these are very these are guys are very powerful hollywood players yeah Producers, uh, I mean, obviously, Ice Cube has been a writer. Dre's more of a music guy. Yeah, we're talking about a guy who made Are We There Yet too. 
Well, Dre also <laughs> Dre, Dre also is a little busy because you no, know, he works for Apple. Now. Oh yeah, yeah, with Beats. So Beats um, headphones, anyone? He had he had kind of a busy pl- plate anyway. <laughs> but uh, at any rate, um, yeah, I think we should just kind of that's a separate topic for a separate. That episode. is, but it's so prevalent yeah. right now, and I just really hope that Leo wins. I hope people um, don't take it the wrong way when the episode title is "Lols" and we're talking about how black people don't win Oscars. <laughs> Laugh out loud, black people. <laughs> That'll be lulbs. <laughs> um, okay, so, but let, let's jump back into 2014, which was the 86th Academy Awards. Did um, you give it to the wolf? Because there's a wolf on Wall Street. And he looks like the guy from Titanic. <laughs> oh, did, you give it, did you give it to the wolf? Did you give it, did you to, give the it to the wolf? There's a oh, wolf. shit. I got unplugged. Oh, just her, just her headphones. It's okay. We're good. You would. I know. I pulled it out with my you thighs. You got unplugged. Big... Sounds like it was time to change your tampon or something. My thunder <laughs> oh, thighs unplugged me. By the way, Jesus. save your tampons because if you ever get attacked by a vampire, you can give it as a peace offering to make tea. Oh, yeah. A nice little make tea. tea thing. And you could be like, nice... don't suck my neck because I have a I... diffuser. I... <laughs> a tea infuser made out of my menstrual blood. Brian, I need a okay? minute, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I need a minute. Brian that... is red. That is. Brian, never... made... Brian and I have a different view on that. I'm not grossed oh out anymore. God. Ever since that time in college where I got Heath Ledger. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... I got like, my red first, wings on accident. Right. I mean, there's the imagery, but also the logistics. If you stick a tampon in a mug of water, it's going to just, like, fucking break the mug. It's just going to go... I don't know. God, Brian. These things don't expand that much. Women would break their pelvis. Oh, my God. It's the only one in here with a vagina that I know of. Can we shut Can the fuck up about this, stop talking place? about this. Yes, thank you. I That's have a I prison going, like, vagina. <laughs> I do. Her it's... name is Betty. Yeah, I call my asshole Betty. Oh, boy. Okay, so 2014. Going, going back, back to 2014. The 86 Academy Awards. But by the way, this was a, a triumph year for actors and filmmakers of color. Yes. Because Steve yes. McQueen's film, 12 Years a Slave, won. That was Brad Pitt's first Oscar. Yeah, Can as a producer, that? absolutely. Mm. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o won. Chiwetel Ejiofor, nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, that year, Leo lost for Best Actor. Correct, because he, so he had Chiwetel Ejiofor. Because it was the he was the Matthew McConaughey that year. Yeah, was the exactly. Yes. It was a good year for Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Bruce Stern from Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale from American Hustle. Who, I mean, it was a good performance, but yeah. Matthew McConaughey's performance in Dallas Buyers Club. I feel like Christian Bale peaked huge. after The Fighter. He really has not done. I mean, he's he nominated was good in this Big year. Short. Sorry, he was really good in Big Short. Yeah, he was I, fucking I just, awesome in American Hustle too. Yeah, I, he was really I good in American Hustle. Why do people not? He was so good. This is my personal opinion. Okay. I'm really don't you in- dare speak ill of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not speaking ill of him. I'm speaking pitifully of him. Sean's really passionate because he's the only. That actor who's played Batman, who has also won an Oscar. Oh, so, and that's something special. Very... I don't care. Um, okay, so I really feel like Christian Bale is just kind of resting on his laurels as Christian Bale, and the thrill of him being Christian Bale as Batman is is kind of gone now. I don't. I don't. I'm not really that interested in him anymore. Mm. I don't know what it is. I'm not really Your opinions sure. are going to get you killed one day, Roxy. Wait, I, I didn't <laughs> just misspeak, right? Michael Keaton didn't win last year, did he? No, if I did, no he, he I didn't. Would... And that, people think. Everyone thought he would. That he yeah. deserved it. And he, it, you know. 
I think that the, I mean, fuck that. I the fact that he was snubbed for an MTV Movie Award even for multiplicity bugs me to this day. <laughs> multiplicity. <laughs> but I mean, do you know how hard it is to play twelve versions of yourself? One who happens to be slow. He's not hurting because that movie reinvigorated his career and yeah. he just did Spotlight. So Spotlight was awesome. Um, but yeah, so nevertheless, you know, you lost to McConaughey in that year, and then so that really brings us to. This year. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. We were also talking that he was not only nominated for Best Actor that year of Wolf of Wall Street, but he was also nominated as producer. As a producer because then we got, yeah. So he lost twice that year. I mean, that's insult to injury. This is reiterating my point. I honestly don't think he cares that much about that. Catch a break. (laughs) I don't think he cares that much about the producer thing for the movie. But I I do. Because <laughs> it's just it's it's insult to injury at this point. You know? I also, the man can't even win. I also think that Wolf of Wall Street, his performance in that was really really good, deserved the nomination. But the Academy also has a problem with with it's it's you have to be really fucking good, and the movie has to be really prolific for something that is more comedy like that. Mm. But like mm. it's hard for movies that are m- more outside of the drama genre to win, and that was more of a comedy Wolf of mm-hmm. Wall Street. So that worked against them. They're not gonna. You know, it's they're going to think it's a great performance, but when you make someone cry, they're going to vote for you for best actor more than if they make you laugh a shitload, which I think is a crime. But And do you think that at the same time that idea decreases the sort of veritas legitimacy or whatever the hell you want to call it? Versimilitude? Yeah, fuck God that. damn it, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> to these films that win best picture. These, these films that win Best Picture are usually always, you know, family dramas and, and historical Not dramas. Not necessarily family. Yeah, I was going to say family. I don't know. There's some they're, movies. You know, they're, like- well, they're about, like, they're, they're good, like, family stories. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, like a Gladiator think, where yeah. his family yeah, gets murdered. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if the Academy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah I, look yeah. yay. I mean, I don't know any Academy members, so it's hard for me to really speak with about this but like no comedy is gonna win no action movie is gonna win i i would say i mean inception was nominated you know and inception was a really damn good action movie uh, but inception was too cerebral ah, sure. inception is not an action movie brian uh, uh, inception is a psychological thriller i think it was too cerebral in the sense that it, there wasn't enough emotional connectedness yes you had the story of the father and the son pete postal weight by the way one yeah. of like the, his best final performances. Yeah. Wasn't that Pete Postlewaite, the father? In in Inception, wasn't he the the father that Killian Murphy? Yeah, he was. Yes, yes, that's right. He was. Get yeah. to yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so, think his last movie was the Town. Oh no, no, the Town came before that. Sorry. Oh right. yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah. So that be- that being said, it's like it wasn't enough. It was more about the action of getting into the Inception. You know, do, yeah. doing all of that. Yeah, so, yeah. Here, let me let me restate my 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 thesis about best picture let's look at all the best picture winners for all the movies that that, all the years that leo was nominated. okay i'm looking in my brain so schindler's list was best picture for when he was nominated for gilbert no question schindler's list it's a family story about survival right it's not a family movie but it is it's it's let's all get together and watch people (laughs) die in the millions it's about schindler who saves families though you know that whole survival story. Okay, continue. So David and Goliath. 
A- uh, uh, the year that he was nominated for the Aviator, Million Dollar Baby won for Best Picture. Okay. It's a heartstrings, heart-wrenching drama. Mm. Uh, you could argue there's a father-daughter dynamic between um, Hilary Swank and Clint Eastwood as coach and, you know, athlete. Then go to Best Actor um, for when he was nominated for Blood Diamond, The Departed won that year. Totally father-son dynamic there with Nicholson and Leo. Okay. And even Matt Damon. There was kind of a triangle there. And then for when he gets nominated for Wolf of Wall Street, 12 Years a Slave was a man trying to get back to his family. A la freaking Gladiator. A la Schindler's List. A la Million Dollar. It's like it's always about that relationship between... Somebody, and it's always about love. You know, I mean, every good story is about well, I mean, love. I mean, what, usually between, yeah. you know, two people. But, I mean, to be fair, what story could be more universal, right? Everyone yes. understands You know, Spotlight was about love. A certain kind of love. <laughs> Why did I know you were going to say something like that? Why Fuck did I know? Off. You know what we haven't talked about? How come we haven't mentioned Leo's best supporting nomination for Django Unchained that he got fucking snubbed on to? That was for Golden Globe, though. That wasn't No, he, he got nominated for, for best supporting for the Oscar. For Django? No, yeah. he didn't. No, he didn't. Yeah, he, he did. Didn't. He was, he was no, snubbed. No, he did not, buddy. He only, what? That was only for the Golden Globe. Yeah. And believe me, okay, he Okay, so the fucking have. fact that he didn't get nominated. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that you, Golden Academy. Oscars. He fucking drew blood he in drew that movie. Blood. That's and You know, that's another thing. It's If a guy can make snubbed. you hate him so much, that is the mark of an amazing actor. But for some reason, maybe that approach doesn't get you nominated. It's like they don't nominate people that can make you laugh your ass off. They don't nominate people who can make you hate them. Let's not. Let's talk about the fact he didn't get nominated for Man in the Iron Mask. Fuck the Man in the Iron Mask, Brian. Man in the Iron Mask was hokey. Jesus Christ, are you serious? (laughs) First time you ever played a villain. Okay, Marvin's Room. You guys are forgetting about Marvin's Room. I mean, him and Diane Keaton and Meryl freaking Streep was his basketball diaries. And then Revolutionary Road? Are you fucking Basketball Diaries. Yeah. Right after Gilbert Grape. Pretty fucking awesome. So, okay, so we, we we're not denying that DiCaprio is a, an incredibly consistent actor when yes. it comes to performance. Say the quality. least. He's great, and he's bridged from being child actor all the way up into being one of the one best of the child actors A-list of this actors. generation. Yeah. So oh. let's let's bring it to this year. Yeah. Okay, let's. finally. The twenty sixteen, the eighty eighth Academy Awards. If your theory is true then that gives him in The Revenant a very good chance Oh yeah, of winning because it is very much the Maximus story that you're talking about. Shit, yeah, man. So Unless this is um, one of those weird years where like Room wins and you're like, what? Brie <laughs> Larson is a shoo-in for however, this actress. this is a very competitive year because, fuck, there were some performances. Okay, so... I, I'm, I'm going to be pissed if Matt, Matt Damon... Damon is not going to win, I'm but pissed. but the Martian was a Martian was amazing, but him like act. Fun. I was like it. It's his acting and job you know was good. I enjoyed win. it, but it's mostly him making jokes despite the fact that he's like and apparently pretty much going to die. It, <laughs> that qualifies it as a comedy to the Golden Globes. Yeah, I, I love how Ridley Scott went. Comedy? Yeah. So the Hollywood um, Foreign Press, the Martian Council's economy because of Matt Damon's They did jokes. that with Shakespeare yeah. in Love, too. You can't Shakespeare give an Oscar a to a guy who one of the lines is, I'm going to science the shit out of this. Yeah. Shakespeare in Love had more levity to it. Shakespeare in Love was... did not deserve to win Best Picture. No, but it was not, but it was <laughs> it not a comedy. It did not at all. Okay, I but so Shakespeare let's Love continue on here. Lucky. So we have Michael Fassbender mm. for Steve Jobs. It's not, this is not his year, though. Not his year. But Great he's so fucking good. He was better as Macbeth. I think, you know, Macbeth definitely got overlooked. 
Well, uh, you don't we have... know Steve Jobs like Brian does because Chiefs <laughs> Brian has a shrine to him in his. I fucking mean, he house. was he <laughs> he got the intonations and the inflections and the cadence of his voice. He got down. the cancer right. <laughs> uh, oh my god! <laughs> yes. He did, he I mean, if he did, he would have lost like sixty. Cyber pounds. high five, Sean. During my whole performance, I just imagined that I had tumors growing inside me, and that helped me. <laughs> yeah, okay. So moving on, you've got Eddie Redmayne, the resident winner oh, for the Danish girl. Oh, he has a very good chance because of that fact. Yeah, he he's dressed as a chick. They love and that shit. A, and again, we're talking about a, an academy that's trying to show it's being very LGBT tolerant. I right? see you, Tootsie. So, I mean, it's... Well, this goes way beyond that i know know. but then you also i mean this is the underdog but brian cranston and trumbo was really really spectacular was that your brian cranston impression no 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 it wasn't (laughs) (laughs) and plus it's a movie about the academy awards and about you know the screenwriting and during the mccarthy era meta so i mean cranston could be the upset Mm. he could totally take it and he he would be deserving Hmm. but everyone wants to have leo give leo his yeah and who are the Oscar. voters? Remind us all of who the voters are during this. Based on the Academy bylaws, when you nominate an, a, a person for it, Brian's getting sassy. When you talking bylaws, yes, oh, wow, he's getting all hot and bothered. Um, so when you nominate somebody, uh-huh. you are nominated by the members yep. of your branch, right? And there's branches for every category. See, that's racist right there. Where do they hang people from? Branches. They need to change that. Oh, yeah. God. And so they, and there are there are screenings, there are screeners that are sent out very confidentially. Right <laughs> that end up in my on my computer. <laughs> yeah, they end up on the internet, yo. Well, Sean, give away. So FBI, you can meet Sean at <laughs> Come get me. Road, it's Colorado. 11. I'm armed to the teeth like a four-year-old can buy a gun here. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> go get him. Yeah, but right. uh, <laughs> at any rate, and then when you get to the gen- general awards, then the full academy. And who votes. is the full academy? The full academy is everybody who has either been nominated mm-hmm. or invited. So it's a popularity contest. I mean, it's. I mean, that's the idea. Is that <laughs> yes, it is like, the it is the Hollywood I mean, equivalent of student government f- in high school. <laughs> I mean, you are recognized by your peers, right? Yeah. So you can choose not to vote. You can also be uninvited from the academy. <laughs> you um, can't sit with us. <laughs> yeah, it happened to Ronnie Dangerfield, apparently. Really? Wait, how did Ronnie Dangerfield no, get into the fucking academy? Back. So here's the thing. Was it back to school? I knew it. <laughs> so you can you can get nominated you can get invited to join the academy for the following reasons. You've mm. been nominated for an academy award. One. You have won an academy award. Two. Or you have presented for the Academy Awards. What? Seriously? That counts as merit to be. You, I mean, if you've been presented, you're selected by the Academy because. Doesn't of that mean that like Little Wayne can be part of the Academy now? Emma yeah. Stone. Three Six Mafia can be in the Academy. Three Six Emma Mafia Stone. is in the Academy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Emma Stone was invited to join the Academy before she was ever nominated. Wow. Because well, that's because Emma. You invite Emma Stone to everything if you know what's good for you. Shit, yeah. So, <laughs> case in point, the Academy has power to invite whoever the fuck it wants. Oh my god. Brian's sitting watching. there with his fingers crossed, like, mm. He's like, hey. I talk about you guys a lot. Call me. <laughs> I watched you 25 times. I love you guys. Right? I mean, um, and if you also, so keep in mind too, that like, if you are a producer on a movie mm-hmm. and your movie gets nominated for Best Picture, bam. Okay. Remember. So, so the point is, yeah. 
So that's why Oprah Winfrey is in the Academy. Uh-huh. That's also why well, Kevin Smith is in the Academy. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that that answers a lot. I don't know. So uh, that being said, this is going to be Leo's year. Are we calling mm-hmm. it? Should we make a bet? Yeah. Because no, I'm betting bet. against Just... it. I think the motherfucker's what? cursed. What? I think the motherfucker's cursed. I don't think you think he's we win have a Peter O'Toole on our hands. I say of all the nominees, Eddie Redmayne might have the closest chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, followed by Brian Cranston, followed by Michael Fassbender, followed by who's the other one? Not not Leo, but there's one. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> because Matt Damon won the uh, the Golden Globe, I feel like he might have a chance, but I do feel. So did Jim Carrey. That yeah, Eddie no, Redmayne, yeah, because but... of his Academy reputation. Yeah. I mean, Matt Damon, you know, Matt, ever... no, Matt Damon won because he his movie happened to fucking stroll its way into musical or comedy. Yeah, that's it. And he, I mean, he gave a good performance. He was he, a great performance, but it's not, not the best fucking, of his career. Yeah, no, no. And he, if he got eaten by a space bear, then we'll talk. <laughs> and, hang on a second. Again, we, we're talking about an organization that pays back. It's members, right? Yeah. He's an Academy member because he won an Academy Award for Goodwill Hunting. Right, but he doesn't have the same heat that Eddie Redmayne does for the win that he makes. Absolutely, yeah. Have. So I'm not saying he has a chance, but I'm saying that's why he got nominated. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. And it was a good performance. But... They play favorites. That's why Plus, Jennifer... he doesn't look as good in a dress as <sighs> Eddie Redmayne. Like, I would have fucked You say Eddie that Redmayne. as you take a When hit. I saw the poster <laughs> for that movie, I didn't know it was Eddie Redmayne. I was like, I want to fuck her. And then I, I was like, oh. That's what Ricky Gervais basically implied. Did he? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and look. he's like, here come the next presenter. He's is got a great lady bone structure. That's all. Exactly. <laughs> right. Anyway, so you know what, Sean? I, I. You know what? Fuck that. I take it back. I'll still fuck Eddie Redmayne in that dress. <laughs> Are you still gonna vote against Leo? No. You know no, because I didn't want to fuck Leo. He was gross. He was in the frozen wilderness with a beard. Uh, how am I? <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna come on that a horse. Come on. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's that onion article where it says, uh, I sent it to you guys. It's like Leo's quoted as saying, I hope I screamed and cried loud enough for them to notice me. <laughs> like for the Academy to pay attention to me finally or something. That well, and you funny. know what's hilarious God. and what I just think this is funny because if you think about it, if Leo wins this year, uh-huh. he will probably win for the performance where he had the least amount of dialogue. Oh, my God. Like, he did not talk that much, if you think about it. And that just shows you how powerful the performance is. The motherfucker didn't talk at all, hardly. No. He just furrowed his brow ton and killed a bunch of people. I I mean, he had to... And you know if Daniel Day-Lewis was doing that role, he would have died because he would have went too hardcore. Like, actually, (laughs) I I poked a bear. He would have poked a bear in the wilderness, and I I got eight. I fucking fucked up. No, no. what, What needs to happen is that Alec Baldwin... Needs to have a nice little <laughs> chat with Leonardo about. Listen, you shut the fuck up. You're not Daniel Day Lewis. You want to? You want to why? Because Daniel Day Lewis closes. That's oh why. God, I thought you I'm were going to say the ABCs of the Oscars. A always. B B C closing. Always B closing. Wow. I I really thought you were going to say that he was going to say that he's the only real Leonardo. Leonardo Leonardo. <laughs> Leonardo, Leonardo. <laughs> that that is well a super obscure clerks. clerks the cartoon show reference oh boy where alec baldwin <laughs> played leonardo leonardo who was the like tycoon of the town of leonardo new jersey well played clerks well yeah well played. Well played clerks. i love it i love it oh my god look at the kid in the helmet yes yes look at him look at him <laughs> 
So you know what, nerds? Oh, uh, share with us who you if you think this is Leo's year or not. Yeah. Uh, give us a little hashtag Leo uh, Leo for yes. life. Or fine, Leo for life, or hashtag um, death to Leo. Death to Leo. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's do uh, easy, simple. Hashtag Leo yes. Hashtag Leo no. Oh, or if God. you guys, if you guys thought that us devoting a whole episode to this was ridiculous, hashtag take Leo's dick out of your mouth. Oh God, <laughs> that hashtag is too complicated. That's longer than it's not that cultures. long. People are coming up with crazy hashtags these days. Wow, I, I had gold, and you just totally went right Seriously. over it. Um, let's get into feedback. Yes, indeed. So this one is from Hillary. Mm-hmm. As of the sixth, hero, Harry, hero, um, and this is in regards to the Force Awakens, the Bechtel test, and the Maiko Mori test. So much, yes. And she just wants to say, I saw the Force Awakens for the first time and listened to the episode in regards to our Star Wars extravaganza. Um, and she was thinking about our discussion about whether or not it's a feminist movie and whether or not not it passes the Bechtel. Um, Wallace test. And in that regard, she reminded us to check out what the Mako Mori test is. And there, she provided two links. Um, if you guys want to look at the Mako Mori test, it's in regard to Pacific Rim. And Mako Mori is a uh, female character. And she's actually the, I guess she's the protagonist, if yeah. anything. And it refers to the idea, it, it's a lot similar to the Bechtel Wallace test, but it's instead, it's a female character who has her own story arc in the film. And it has nothing to do with a male character. Yeah. Um, and in that regard, uh, Hillary goes on to say that she thinks that Ray and her story arc do pass the Mako Mori test. Um, she never needs a man to further her arc, except Dave did have a point that this was a character-driven movie. And um, she read our article about how Ray is in a Mary Sue. And there's the line there about how Ray needs help and his help is given. But Hillary would argue that for other characters also throughout the film. Uh, to be fair, um, Dave only re- referred to her as a Mary Sue and brought that up just to watch the expression on Sarah's face change. Yeah, and Dave was... <laughs> That's true. He was being inflammatory, yeah. for sure. D- Dave was presenting the argument. He was not endorsing the argument. Because yeah, he's he immediately was. like, wait, wait, wait. I know what you're going to say. Hold on. Let me finish. Yeah. yeah good so point. Um, let's you, continue, Dave. though. We uh, got one from uh, Stephanie, uh, and she... Per- Prefer that we didn't read it on the air, so we'll we will not do that. But thank you, Stephanie. We appreciate that. And actually, I think that's all the time we have for this episode. Thank you, guys. If you do want to give us feedback, you can hit us up at neuronomy.com. Give us the talk to us. Uh, you click the talk to us link, and you can hit us up there. You can also find us on the interwebs at Facebook, at Twitter, and at Instagram. Just Google Nerdonomy. I promise you will find us. You can also at neuronomy.com get hit us up with a T-shirt. Uh, which is made in the U.S., which is awesome. Yeah. And or you can give us a little donation or supporting us through our affiliates like Audible or Amazon. Tons of options Lots that of you options. have to support. But more importantly, what you can really do is you can spread the word of nerd. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Get them listening to the podcast. A lot of people still don't don't know what podcasts are, mm-hmm. and this is the year for podcasts. Let's move this motherfucker forward. So, um, <laughs> guys, anything you want to add? Spread the word of nerd like a bird turd, yo. There you go. God damn it. How come I I made that <laughs> shit up and I have not said it? Because, because you're I haven't too heard goddamn it. Ever. That's all right. Get the I'm upper just hand. Happy you <laughs> you're delayed. So, uh, nerds, we got to head out. But you know what? Uh, until we meet again, stay nerdy and tune into our next exciting episode. Same nerd time, same nerd channel. Nerdonomy.com. Bye. Peace. And roll credits. Thank mm-hmm. you.
now, famous movie quotes you should not say during sex. No, you're getting littler, Gilbert. You're getting littler. You're shrinking. <laughs> you're sh- you're shrinking, Gilbert. You're shrinking. <laughs> shrinking. <laughs> shrinking. Oh, shrinking. Just... <laughs> oh. Well done. And the Oscar goes to that Ben Moriarty as that Leonardo is the DiCaprio. Most, that is the most offensive one we've ever done. And Brian said it. And Brian said it. Brian did it. God Brian, me. can you feel it? Can you feel that your soul is actually gone now? I feel your anger. It's free, isn't it? <laughs>